0: as we look at the shifting demographics of this country that we're probably already behind oh. if we're just now thinking like that. Oh my gosh. Um, because you know, America has, um, praise God, had the nations coming to it and we want to see that and the praise God for that. Um, you know, my great grandparents, uh, great, great grandparents were immigrants, um, on my mother's side. And you know, that, that is, that's something we've got to be all over in terms of giving support and having that vision, not just for our presbytery, but for the country as well. So to that end, what, uh, what are some of the things you're excited about on the home missions front here in Chattanooga and around the country? Talk talked a little bit about Tony. What are some other things?
1: Well, right here in our own congregation, uh, we have an expanding urban outreach. Uh, one of the champions of that is uh, Shad Gwynn ed Gwynn, who's a deacon here at first press and about two years ago the church called him uh, to leave his uh professional sales job and to take on the job of being our outreach ministry team director he's doing a fantastic job he is and uh you know I, he I think he scares some of our other folks because they think oh my gosh he's he's going he's going to get us into everything <laughs> but You know, I've tried to reassure people, you know, even though he asks for volunteers all the time, he's not committing us until you say you are committed. Uh, But one of the things he does, uh, we oversee in that OMT team, uh, outreach ministry team, are uh, a kids' club at Orchard Knob Elementary School, Mm -hmm. a mentoring ministry at Orchard Knob, where the Bible Club is specifically after school with the permission of parents— where a team from our church is there every week to tell the stories of the Bible called children of faith. The mentoring team is a one-on-one matchup. We just this week, uh, got permission from the Montessori school in Highland park to have another Bible club at that school. And we are desperate uh, for volunteers who will take the training so they can be there. These, these, these schools are open to us, you know, with the permission of their parents. After school, we are allowed to come in. The parents want it. Teach my children the Bible. Uh, so we have this opportunity. We could probably do it in a lot more. Um, on, uh, you know, in terms of the urban poor, here's a, a great thing. This very day, one of the women who was in Rafa mm-hmm. got her keys to her own house. Yesterday, she was homeless. Today, she is housed. And uh, one of the ladies in our church, Martha Meeks, who has worked with uh, the Homeless Coalition, has been instrumental in getting her in that house. But she was here last night. That lady was here last night at our dinner for Rafa. And I just think, hallelujah, that moment to go from being homeless to having your own place. It is, and in our church gets to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. We don't always know en- enough about it to celebrate it, but it's happening mm-hmm. through the uh, ministry we have to folks who are struggling. Mm-hmm. We call it rafa, which is the Hebrew word for healing. Mm-hmm. And so they have great classes uh, to love on these folks. You know, we're not perfect in how we do it. We've got a long way to go. But, man, stuff is happening.
0: Yeah, we need to be excited about that and celebrate it. I think Rafa is one of the most important ministries we have and just an amazing testimony to our deacon's heart for mercy. And uh, Shad, like you said, is just representative of that and the way he's uh, reaching out to the city and and encourage our folks listening. You know, If you want to get involved, Shad has got a whole <laughs> separate part on our website. Log on to there. There's all kinds of opportunities to serve all the time. Let me ask you just a, a couple of basic pastoral things as we finish up. Um, as we're, we're starting a new year here, what, what's your take on New Year's resolutions from <laughs> the standpoint of your experience in pastoral ministry?
1: Well, you could write a book of all the resolutions I haven't kept. <laughs> so, you know, my resolution, you know, for everybody, I would say is Philippians 3 you know, where Paul says, you know, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. Amen. And um, if 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 we were to just pursue that, everything else falls in line. I mean, you we make our plans, we make our efforts to lose weight or to to clean out our garage or uh to start going to the doctor or whatever. You know, those are all important, good. There's nothing wrong with those things. Um, But putting one thing uh, in in front of our eyes um, that I, uh, you know, that I might seek after the Lord and uh, be found in him and, uh, you know, just to be able to worship God I, I'm a corrupt man. I, I just—the great tragedy of my life—is just that sin dogs me, mm-hmm. and you know I—and it sometimes it's happening before I realize. It. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not trying to excuse myself. It's just sometimes I'm just so naturally ornery, selfish, mean, uh, thoughtless. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are those those categories of sin, let alone the sins where I I make a plan. Uh, to be wicked and to sinful. And it's if it were not for the grace of God to hedge me in, I I wouldn't be in the ministry. I don't know if I could uh, live the Christian life. Uh, but God is faithful. God is more faithful than my proneness to sin. Yeah, somebody ought to preach on that one.
0: <laughs> You're doing a fine job right now, brother. What you reading in your bible right now that you're excited about?
1: Mm. Well, you know, I in my bible reading is kind of interesting for me. I mean, I I learned a long time ago that not everything in the bible is devotional.
0: <laughs> you're going to ruffle some feathers with that one, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, so I read what do I do? That my pattern of bible reading is this. I read a section from the Old Testament I start from Genesis and go through Malachi. I've been doing it for years, but I read a section of Old Testament. from Right now I'm in Isaiah. Um, then I read a psalm, and then I read a proverb for the day of the month. Mm-hmm. So today I read Proverbs chapter 1. And then I read in the Gospels or through the New Testament. So right now I'm in the book of Mark. But I do that over and over again. So I've read through the Bible many times that way, but I know that some parts of the Old Testament might be uh, the genealogies. So unless I'm really looking uh, closely studying, I'm not going to probably be blessed. <laughs> I'm going to get information. Yes, but not necessarily where, all oh, my heart is just full. Oh. But I will usually get that every day from the Psalms. And I will usually get it from the Gospels. Uh, So I don't want to neglect those things. So that's how I try to pattern uh, my Bible reading.
0: Mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting you brought up the genealogies. Um, I love, I might be weird on this, studying those. (laughs) Because there is, I mean, you know this, you've been reading the Bible a lot longer than I have. No, it's, it, it won't be particularly devotional at times. But when you find those connections through the scriptures of the different ways God has used oh, people man. from different tribes, you know, the, the Holy Spirit putting that in there for us, uh, to, for, our, for our edification. Um, all right. Last question as we uh, finish up here today. Um, what short-term missions opportunities do our folks need to be aware of, need to be praying
1: about for this mm. summer? Well, we have a team going to London, and they will be working with a ministry called Surge. It's called Leap Week, first week of July. And uh, they go over there to work in, uh, what is in the community of London called South Hall, uh, which is uh, working among South Asians. And uh, it's a, 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 an intense week. Of, they do prayer walks in the neighborhoods, they will be out witnessing, they'll be trained. And uh, sharing a Christ with folk, and uh, that so we're looking for volunteers to step up to do that. Uh, we have a youth group and adults going, you know, for every teenager, we want a parent to go with them or uh, so, or somebody of the same sex to be with them. And by the way, whenever you go on a mission team with young people, you have to have a background check, you know, we're, we're very careful about that, uh, and so. Uh, we we have that youth group team going out to Yakima to work on a Native American reservation. Um, Then we have, Lord willing, we have a Kenya medical team going, and they're going to work with Mercy Kenya uh, in Kibera um, and with the folks of Kenya and do very uh, general uh, medical stuff, nothing. We're not going to do any surgery, um, uh, but helping that ministry. Those are the three basic teams uh, other opportunities may arise. Um, uh, my wife and I will be going on several trips to visit missionaries. We'll be going down to Colombia, maybe Argentina, then maybe Europe. Um, so uh, kind of happy at the moment I have a month of not traveling.
0: But, uh, <laughs> That's rare. Mm. Yeah, you are on the road a lot, my friend. We're, we're grateful. Thanks so much, brother, as always, for blessing us. And wonderful just to hear and sit and learn from you. First Takes is produced by First Presbyterian Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Our theme music was written and recorded by Wes Breedlove. Our sound engineer is me, Dylan Thomas. Our host is Dr. Gabriel Fleur. S.K. Van Pufflin is our executive producer. And for more information about First Presbyterian or our ministries here, visit our website at one Presbyterian dot com.